morning, you gon' wake up in the morning. Fuck, I'm talking right now. You're about to experience a morning show unlike any other. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. I hope to see y'all every morning. What you guys are doing right now, it's the hub culture. The Breakfast Club is my morning sit. I need it and I love it so much. I feel like you really not popping. Until we do the Breakfast Club. I've been waiting to come to y'all's show, man. I know really? you got to be a big-time celebrity to be up in here. You got to be, be big-time. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Break the Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. How you guys doing today? You're forgetting something. Toronto. Toronto. What up, Toronto? How am I doing? Uh, how yes, we're doing? Um, I, I I feel like I'm too good for this now. I don't want to be at home on on this Zoom. I don't want to be at home staring into this iPod. I don't want to have my laptop open at my little desk in my basement. I want to be back in the studio. Yesterday was a real, uh, as Drom said this morning, first thing in the morning. Yesterday was a real, uh, I can't say that word, can I? A, a real Gamecock tease. That's what he said. That's what he said. You guys That's what yesterday kinky. was. And he see, said it early this morning. This is what I'm trying to figure out with Charlemagne. Good morning, ye. The first thing Charlemagne says is when I click in this morning, right, because he turned the mics on and everything, he goes, Envy, I can't see you. Why can't I see you? I want to see well, you. Well, first like, of all, why do you want to see I me? Can, because that's, that's, I see you every morning. I see Angela <laughs> E right now. I see you are on Revolt TV. But you're so excited to, to see to me. Stead, no, see, that's perspective. You, That's how you wanted to hear it. No. All I said was, Envy, I can't see you. That's <laughs> all, because your, your screen was black. <laughs> You ain't say it you like that. You heard it like that. That's you wild. Ain't say it you like heard that. it like that. You ain't say I it like that. You. Goodness. Nobody said it like that. Goodness I can't gracious. See you. That's what you did. Jesus. I can't see. I'm like, goodness, Greg. I'm like, I'll click it in a second. Jeez. Okay, good morning. Good morning to you. Somebody let woke me, up in the morning with just. Let morning. me do my hair and get look, look, look good for, for TV. You know what I mean? Do your hair. Yeah, you know, brush my hair. That's what happens when you have hair. You brush it in. Oh, oh, paint, oh, paint it, it on. Cut it okay. off. It looks like you cut it off, though. No, no. Let me see. I can't see his head. Let me see. Let me pull it down so I can see his head. Pull it down. What's wrong with you? Goodness gracious. Well, good morning, everybody. You look everybody. like Omari Hardwick. <laughs> you do look like, Omari, you look like Omari Hardwick rapping on the step. <laughs> no, I don't look like no damn yes, Omari you do. <laughs> Is that your mask? Or you, you got your, that's your bed. What you got on your chin? I can't tell. What is wrong okay. with you? know what? Let's get wearing a cracking. mask at home? Yeah, yeah, this that's guy a good is kinky. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. No, what seriously. Today? I don't what? like being here. I want to be back in the studio. Don't tell me y'all didn't like being back in the studio yesterday. Come on now. I was missing my house. No, I, I, really? I, enjoy, I enjoyed the studio. I enjoyed seeing you guys. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think we flow better in the studio. We can actually see each yes, other. Man. And we could, you yes, know, we could feed off each other. Even though they had the plexiglass all between us. So, you know, we couldn't necessarily, you know, be in each other's Well, of course, my plexiglass but... was disgusting. It looked like there was something crusty on it. Yeah, it looked Ugh. like yours yours came from a porn a porn place, you know. I'm just saying, I don't think Tom Joyner ever had to go through that. All right, no, Tom, I don't, I don't, I don't okay. think so either. Tom Joyner never had to go through this. Is all I'm saying. I yeah. want to be back in the studio, so that's got to be a thing soon. All right, well, that's all. All right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? 
Well, let's talk about Bob Woodward's book, Rage, about Donald Trump and the audio that he has. He actually did 18 interviews with Donald Trump, recorded with Donald Trump's permission. And you'll hear what Donald Trump has to say about coronavirus and what he did know before the American public. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get mm-hmm. some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, I was thinking you was going to start with the scores. So no, I didn't get the, the scores. I, didn't send them Celt- I don't have them yet. The Raptors beat the Celtics 125-122, so that series is tied 3-3. Mm-hmm. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. Clippers beat the Nuggets 96-85, so the Clippers are leading that 3-1. And the Lakers versus the Rockets is today. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, that Raptors-Celtics game was great. It went into double overtime. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think I owe Serge Ibaka something because um, I, I mm. bet him. Mm. Oh, this wasn't a 6-9 bet, was it? Mm. No, it was not a 6-9 bet. Now, if you don't don't know who Serge Ibaka is, you know, he's a basketball player that Charlamagne commented on his gray sweatpants. And, uh, yeah. I was doing that for the women in the room. No, I know he wasn't. We we bet that I think... I I said the Raptors was going to be like a fourth or fifth seed or something like that. And he was like, no, we're going to be top three in the East. And, yeah. So, after you commented on his sweatpants... He might know more. And the size in his sweatpants. What what would you like to give him? Because you said you want to give him something. I didn't say I want to give him something. I said I think I owe him something. I'm, I'm pretty sure we bet. <laughs> so you lost. So you lost on you lost on purpose. Yeah, you oh, lost God, on purpose. Okay. What, are, what are you All losing? Right. What, All right. What else, also, you, what else you got, Yee? In front also, of the NFL. <laughs> the NFL is starting today. All right. The Houston Texans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So they will have Let's limited go, person attendance. The Chiefs will have 22 percent attendance today. I love okay. it. No preseason. So they are letting people in the stands, 22% of people in the stands. So why, mm-hmm. why don't they do that with all the sports now then? Why don't they do that with, with baseball? Why don't they well, do maybe because that that's, is that outside or bigger or I don't know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, it's out. A lot of those places are outside uh, mm-hmm. and they're bigger. Baseball. It's like Baseball's you outside and they could do 20%, right? Do they got 80,000 seat stadiums though? I don't know. Those, those football stadiums be huge, bro. All right, now let's talk about Donald Trump and his interviews with Bob Woodward uh, for the book Rage. Donald Trump did 18 sit-down interviews, which people were surprised, and they actually said the White House advised against it. But Donald Trump went ahead and did it anyway, and we learned a lot about what he had to say about coronavirus from his own mouth, so he can't deny it. Here's what he had to say about coronavirus and how he knew more than the American public. You know, it's a very tricky situation. It goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air. That's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, It's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. Damn. Why do you sound like he's doing a Vlad TV interview? Just incriminating himself. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Now, he did admit to downplaying everything with coronavirus. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob. Just today and, and yesterday, some startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people to plenty of young people. I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because mm. I don't want to create wow. a panic. Oh, my goodness. When He's he crazy. was asked to... When asked if he misled the country by downplaying the threat of the virus, here's what he told reporters at the White House. The fact is I'm a cheerleader for this country. I love our country. And I don't want people to be frightened. I don't want to create panic, as you say. We want to show confidence. We want to show strength. We want to show strength as a nation. 
And that's what I've done, and we've done very well. We've done well from any standard. You look at uh, our numbers compared to other countries, other parts of the world. It's been an amazing job that we've done. Now, Joe Biden white. responded. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Joe Biden responded on Twitter, Donald Trump knew he lied to us for months. And while a deadly disease ripped through our nation, he failed to do his job on purpose. It was a life or death betrayal of the American people. I promise you that if I'm elected, I'll always tell you the truth. I'll listen to the experts and do everything I can to contain this virus. And I'll always put your health and safety first, no matter the political cost. If Donald Trump had acted just two weeks earlier, 54,000 lives could have been spared in March and April alone. Hmm. You know, I just want to play white devil's advocate for one second. I don't know if it's because of the age of transparency that we live in or because Trump really just doesn't know any better. So he speaks out loud. But all politicians, most world leaders downplay what's really going on to the general public for the reason he said they don't want to instill fear in us. It's the same reason they don't tell us about UFOs and don't tell us about what we consider monsters living amongst us like Sasquatch and the Loch Ness Monster and the Lizard Man, all that type of stuff. And I'm also wondering, is the general public not knowing better or worse? Because they all do that. Every single politician, all the things we are enraged about here on the ground level, they act like They act like those things don't really exist, whether it's systemic racism, poverty in the hood, police violence. All of them act clueless to those things. And I wonder it's just because they want to keep us ignorant because ignorance is bliss. Don't you think that's harmful to the American public? Very. Right. So this is harmful. And I think people really died from this. 190,000 Americans are dead right now. And Mm -hmm. he knew all this information. And this could have also been prevented. People could have been taking the necessary precautions earlier. That is something that should have been alarming to the American public. And maybe people would have taken it more seriously from the beginning. He knew it was deadlier than the flu. He knew it was dangerous to the elderly, to the vulnerable. He knew it passes through the air. And he knew Mm -hmm. in February. I agree. I agree with you about all those things. But all those politicians downplay the things I just named. All those right. things that people die from historically, they downplay. They'll act like systemic but racism. But that doesn't mean it's okay. He's lied on it. He's lied on it. On the record. But we know they're lying. That's that's yeah. why the movie Bullworth, which is one of my favorite movies ever, the movie Bullworth with Warren Beatty and Holly Berry, that's why that movie was so good because he was a politician who didn't downplay things. He actually put things out there and told the truth. Doesn't make it any more acceptable that that he does that, but all of those politicians do that, Republicans and Democrats. That's right. all I'm saying. I don't know. I I don't want to hear him lying and then admitting that he lied and withheld information. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, morning. This is Chili Chill calling out of Pittsburgh. Morning, Envy. Chili Chill. Chili Chill. You already know. You already know. Morning, Charlemagne. Uh, Angela G. I got on to say. Listen, hey. I got Karen the other day. That's the oh, talk to us. What happened? Man, I'm at the gas station filling up my foreign. Yeah, I'm saying putting that but trying to touch her when that thing. I got yeah, that's right. Filling up my foreign. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a key up, by the way. <laughs> it's foreign, though. It's foreign. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. I'm Uh-oh. with you. I'm with I got you. My music on. I got my music on. I'm not even playing nothing crazy. Matter of fact, I was playing for some D's. Love is the house. 
Okay. 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 Chili chill oh, in the fly yeah. key. Okay, chili chill. So, so this white lady walks up to me. Excuse, like, like walked up with the look on her face, like I farted, and they say, "Excuse me." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you can turn your music down. You gotta have it like, yo, oh, you want me to turn my music down so I can listen and hear your dumbass vote for Trump? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. negative. That guy that I called the other day about why we shouldn't be mad at Trump. He's giving everybody the audacity to showcase their blatant ignorance and racism. You're only as good as a leader, and that's what he's giving these people power to do. You right. know what I'm saying? But once, well, once we get out there and vote like we're supposed to, I just signed up the worker pool. They're only paying me $135, but that's nothing. I need to get my young folk out there. That's and right. And walking up and down the lines with bottles of water. You know what I'm saying? Blue through foul, getting them hyped up and excited to make a change in this world. Yo, you know what I'm saying? But, there you go. But right. if we, we got to get out of uh, CJ Envy. Yo. CJ Bates. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, Chili Chill, what you should have told to Karen, you was listening to Force MDs. I said you was listening to Force MDs, Love is a House. You should have told the Karen that Love is a House and Donald Trump don't got the key. That's what you should have said. I should have, but she had me, she had me hit it. Chilly chill. Real quick. Your, no. um, your, your new single that you dropped was fabulous at a Boogie with a Hoodie? Yes. Fire, guys. Fire, guys. Fire. I like that. I like oh, that. Oh, it's fat. Man. Okay. All right. I figured you would like it, the old school sample. But <clears throat> for people that don't know, for SMDs, Love is a House, give them a little line so they know what it is. Sing the hook for them, Chili Chill, so they know what it is. He said, he said, uh, 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 Love is a House. Love is a House. You got the key. Uh, Open up and let me yeah, into your heart, baby. Oh, yeah. Peace in my heart. Okay. I know, I that know you're, you're the one. Would you let Chili Chill sing it? Love you got the key. You got the key. I love y'all, man. I love Ooh. y'all, man. Y'all All right, man. Chili Chill, have a good one. You know Chili Chill is is dead, a hip-hop a fan in his 50s. He still wears Timberlands. He still got his rope chain, and he got his Adidas hat. Shout out to Chili Chill, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call, call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello. Give it here, man. Hey, give it here, man. Hey, how you doing? No, you smoking this What's morning. What's up? Good morning. Hey. How you doing? I ain't really smoking right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you was a, a... Never mind. Go ahead. What's up? What up, Charlotte, man? Peace, the Queen. Best. How are you? It, it's John. It's John below West Palm. With the best bomb. You huh? know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I ain't, trying to get, I ain't trying to get political, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, let's get political. She said she's not trying nah, to get political. Nah, nah, oh, not nah, trying. Like, I, I love you guys so much. You, you know, you let me like... You let me like speak on the mic and sh- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, well, you yeah. have a good one, man. We appreciate DJ you, mama. DJ MV. DJ Envy, mm? what's up, man? What's up? Man, let me tell you something, man. Mm? Like, this Palm Bleach, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From the West Palm with the best bomb blowing up. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. Okay. All right. you have a good one. You have a good one, man. With the show ends at 10, though. The show ends at 10. Hello, good morning. Hi, how you doing, DJ Envy? Hey, who's this? This is Denise Foog. I am calling because I want to talk about your DJ drama. He hung up on me. 
He did. Ooh. Dramos. He's so he's so wow. foul. Talk, Dramos talk to us about it. What on his ass, I was literally giving giving Charlamagne a compliment. My name is Denise Booth. I just wrote a book called Everything That Glitters. I want to promote it on your radio. The moment Let's I talk said about it, Denise. I, <laughs> the moment I said that Charlamagne stuck up for me when he interviewed Super <laughs> while she used me in her book, and then I told Indy that I had helped him at rehab in Las Vegas. The moment I said something, I guess Ramo didn't like what I Damn, wow. That is disrespectful. I don't know what <laughs> you have against her, but you have to cut that out. Damn, I, I love really that you let understand. these men talk on and on and oh, on, Dramos, but a woman starts talking and you've been paying up on I her. agree. Yeah, I agree. It was Damn a couple it, of Drum. calls that went on for quite some time this morning already. That's disrespectful, Drum. That was well, a get woman it. the other one before. That wasn't a guy. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about keeping up with the Kardashians. That show is coming to an end, as you know. But what's really happening behind the scenes and what was the business decision behind this? All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, get ready for some new fresh Prince of Bel-Air clothing. It actually looks pretty nice. If you guys want to order the 30th anniversary collection, there's 30 items that pay homage to uh, Philly's Bel-Air and the Bel-Air Roots experience on the show. Uh, the Bel Air Academy basketball team, things like that. All these 90s fashion trends. So you can get that and get that at the newly launched Fresh Prince store website. Yeah, they sent yeah, me some stuff yesterday, so shout to them. They sent me the jersey, and they sent me a hoodie. So shout to Will Smith and his whole crew over there. I appreciate it. Did they send me anything? Yeah, Dan? Like- no. Uh, no, it is currently not at the studio yet. Wow. I rock a lot of Bel-Air athletic stuff. I'll go buy mine. I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. Shout out to Didier. I don't okay. want it now. I'm going to buy it. Oh, you had, you I'm lying. Because I got lying, it first. Because I got I'm it lying. first. You little- yes, that's exactly why. That's exactly <laughs> why. All right, that was That was all ego. You're right. Very true, but I do like I do like Bella Athletics though. All yes, right. Though. Well, they also are giving a, a two season order for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air drama reboot. And here is Will Smith. This is from the other day where he was excited about that news. We have just officially closed the deal with Peacock with an unprecedented two season order from a pitch. I've been in this business for thirty years. And that does not happen. Yeah, Will's right. That doesn't happen. But, I mean, it's such a dope concept of an already proven commodity that, yeah, I can see why NBC Peacock would order two seasons of that. It's a modern-day America. It's a serial serial one-hour dramatic analog of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that leans into the original premise. But they said it's a reimagined vision that will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts, emotions, and biases that they couldn't explore in a 30-minute sitcom format. You know what's going else is going to be ill about that that I'm sure that they'll probably explore the fact that Will wasn't one of the uh, one of the kids he was the nephew, so that really had to piss off the the, the real children, like Carlton and Hillary and um, Ashley. Somebody in that house really didn't like Will. I guarantee it. Well, Carlton didn't like Will on certain episodes, but that's what I'm saying. It could be even darker because it's a drum. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of Will Smith, he's staying really busy. Him and Jada Pinkett Smith produced Charm City Kings, and they've finally gotten that release date on HBO Max, and that is going to be streaming on October 8th. So that's also Meek Mill's Hollywood debut, if you're excited to see that. Is that the bike movie? Uh, yeah, it's it's a bike life type of movie. Yeah. So Meek Mill, of course. Okay is a fitting person to star in something like that. It's a story of a teenager looking to find acceptance in Baltimore's trenches as part of the street biking gang known as the Midnight Click. Got you. Mm. All right, G Herbo. They stole his backpack, but all he wants is his passport that's inside. And I feel his pain because right now my passport is expired. They're not doing any expediting. You don't know how long it might potentially take once you bring your passport in till you get it back. And I know some people that have tried to get their passport and it's taken three to four months. So here he is discussing that. Which one of y'all just stole my book bag, bro? Ain't nothing in there but a passport, so y'all can't do shit with that. Y'all might as well bring my man. I'm trying to go somewhere. So I'll pay y'all back for my shit, man. I always hear people say that, but what does that look like when people say, man, keep everything else. Just, just give just, it back. Just bring me back this. Can nah, I, but hopefully, can I a do lot it? of times people do understand and they be like, you know what? I got him for whatever I got him for, but I ain't, I'm just going to give him back his passport. Or I'm going to give him back his license. Just, what you yeah. do? You just pull up on him and be like, yo, here, man. Nah, you said you, you sent it to him. Keep everything Some, else. Somebody did that to me when I was, uh, when I was living at my mom's house. I lost my wallet. So they took the money and just sent me back my license, which I appreciate. They didn't steal it. Yeah, I lost it. Well, they stole that, but right. I mean, they could have gave me my whole wallet back, but they just gave me my license back. So I was grateful for that. Oh, At the time, I think I only had forty dollars like, in it or something like that. Steals your backpack. No criminals with integrity. They, yeah, look, you right. know, sometimes you get that. You think you're gonna get in heaven right. doing stuff like that? <laughs> just because you stole not. my stuff and then gave me back something I actually you gave needed. me back something. You know, I didn't steal it, but I did give him back his social security card. Yeah, I did all right, uh, Chris Jenner. <laughs> let's talk about her ending. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Now, she was on air with Ryan Seacrest, and here she is opening up about their decision. The number 20, um, it just seemed like the right time, I think, for us to take a minute and breathe and everybody slow down a bit. Not slow down professionally, but just figure out what our next steps are and mm-hmm. all of that. But we've had such an amazing run and so, like I said, so grateful for every single moment and for everyone we work with, starting with you, Ryan. Mm. Ryan Seacrest right made a lot now. of money off that show, by the way. Absolutely. She was executive producer. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, they are saying that the New York posted uh, page six. They did this whole deeper dive into why this happened and the business reason. They said that Kim Kardashian already had reservations about exposing Kanye's bipolar battle to the viewing public and She's been begging for compassion and empathy during everything that's been happening recently. They also said that the parent company to E, NBC Universal, ha- NBC Universal has been hit hard financially by COVID. E just I lost its other flagship show, E News, and it's been replaced by Daily Pop and Nightly Pop. Uh, so they said when the Kardashians used to say, okay, we're about to leave, E was able to give them larger checks. They don't have that right now. Also, the numbers really aren't there. You know, they had a 5.8 million viewers for the season premiere in 2010. Mm -hmm. But now they are saying that they brought in just 1.6 million viewers for their most recent episode. So the network's not really motivated to spend all that money, too. I'm glad you said that, Angela, because I swear my two reasons that I said to myself why they not doing this show, show no more is, number one, I don't think they can keep up with their real life. Social media moves too fast. By the time something happens with them in real life, they got to shoot and get it to the air. It's super mm-hmm. old news. But I also said, 
he probably just can't afford to pay them anymore. You know how much it probably costs to pay them and produce that show? Like, that budget is huge. They just can't afford to do it no more. Yeah. yeah, in 2017, when they renewed their contract with ETH through 2020, it was for $100 million. $100 million. And they, yeah. Yeah, they wanted more this time around. And they a lot of things that they do on that show, because you see everything they put out, it sells out. Their brand is so strong. Mm-hmm. But on social media, they have so much reach. The show isn't even as necessary for them to do all their latest Absolutely. ventures. Yeah. I'm glad that, that so. that's something people need to understand. Like when you, you know, you get what you deserve, but you also get what you negotiate. But sometimes these people just can't afford to pay you what you're worth. But the show because made the, the younger girls, though. The show made the young girls. We didn't know who the younger Absolutely. girls were, you know. So. But now we do. But now we now do. I don't do. know if their kids yeah. would want to do it. If if Chloe's kids, I'm sure Kim and Kanye ain't gonna let their kids do it. But you know, Chloe's kids or the other ones, kid Courtney's kids. You know, maybe I don't know. But you got to pay for that, and E can't mm-hmm. afford to pay that. It just wouldn't make any financial sense for E to pay them that type of money. And by the way, what do you pay a billionaire? Kylie's a billionaire. <laughs> what do you pay her? Lunch money for her. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. But I will say, at that time, for all the stuff that they were launching, for her makeup line, for all of that, it was pretty beneficial. But I now mean, her social media yeah. reach is, is huge, so she doesn't really need it. All right. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yeezy? Yes, of course, we're going to be talking about Donald Trump some more, but we'll also talk about Amazon and their hiring new employees. We'll tell you what that average hire is going to be. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, Washington Post journalist Bob Woodward, who, by the way, has written amazing books about a lot of former presidents, has a book about Donald Trump. It's called Rage, and he released some of the audio from that book. He actually did 18 sit-down interviews and recorded them with Donald Trump's permission. And here is Donald Trump admitting that he did publicly downplay the threat of coronavirus. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob, but just today and, and yesterday. Some startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people to plenty of young people. I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. All right. When asked why he downplayed the coronavirus risk to the American public at a press conference, here's how he responded. The fact is, I'm a cheerleader for this country. I love our country. And I don't want people to be frightened. I don't want to create panic, as you say. We want to show confidence. We want to show strength. We want to show strength as a nation. And that's what I've done. And we've done very well. We've done well from any standard. You look at uh, our numbers compared to other countries, other parts of the world. It's been an amazing job that we've done. Ignorance is bliss, and that's how you keep people happy, by not telling them what's, what's really going on. And by the way, they all do that. Every single politician, from Democrats to Republicans, all the things that we're really enraged about, they aren't. They act like the things don't exist, like systemic racism, well, like right. poverty in the hood, like police violence. All of them act like those things don't exist. I'd rather keep people alive than happy. And I think the fact that he could sit there and and talk about the political aspect of why he wasn't honest and could have saved lives potentially is disgusting. That feels like that should be a crime. He doesn't care about he doesn't care about the people. He cares about his popularity. And he feels like having people work is is, is better for his popularity. I agree with you. Angela, you used the right word. Politics. 
Mm -hmm. All of this is politics. That's why I don't be trusting nothing I hear in the news nowadays from either side because they're all playing politics. Nobody is out there absolutely telling us the truth. They're telling us what we want to hear in order to get our votes in November. Both all sides. right, now, let's talk about these delayed mortgage payments because for a lot of people, these are coming due soon. If you had a six-month forbearance on your mortgage for homeowners who weren't able to pay, uh, so a lot of people who have put their payments on hold now have to decide what they're going to do. Do you want to extend your time in a forbearance program? Mm -hmm. Do you want to negotiate a payment plan with your lender to pay back the amount that you owe? The CARES Act did give homeowners with government-backed loans six months to defer. And if you are still in good standing with your lender, you are eligible for another six months, just so you know. So you're uh, eligible for up to, up to a full year of deferred payments if you need them. All right. This mm -hmm. bill does not allow fees, no penalties, no additional interest to be charged as a result of delayed payments. So right now there's about 3.8 million homeowners in forbearance. And so what they are saying is as these, this time is coming up, you need to figure out what your options are. So could you pay what you were paying before forbearance or could you pay a little bit more a month? That's an option too. There's all different kinds of options. So just make sure you talk to your lender to figure out what you need to do. You don't have to pay everything back at once. Some people thought that it would be a big balloon payment and those six months would all be due. But well, that's tried. not true. There's multiple, there's multiple options available. So they yeah, can they tried that it at to whatever first. your circumstances are. So if you do have that lump sum, then that's the easiest thing to do. But if you can pay it and get caught up, it would be a net zero on your credit. You won't need a loan modification. Your payments would remain the same, but a lot of people don't have that. So you mm -hmm. can get back to paying your regular payment and add a little bit each month over 12 months in order to pay the deferred amount. Now, if you really need to keep your monthly payments the same or even lower than they were, you could ask for a loan modification, which will add money to that money that you owe to the end of the loan. Right. See, now this is when a politician needs to tell the truth. This is when a politician should come out and say, people can't pay their mortgage. We gave these corporations trillions of dollars to bail them out. Now bail people out who can't pay their mortgage. And You'll I never hear you. a politician say that. And Democrat or Republican. And there's a lot of people, like you said, those balloon payments were supposed to be paid and then they extended it. But if people can't pay their mortgage, how are they going to pay a little more? You know, how they going to pay that, you know, exactly. how they going to pay it at the end? You're like, it, it's still difficult. Like they need to be saved. Like you said, you bailed out these corporations, these airlines and all these other companies and restaurants and things like that. Bail, bail these the people, people out. out. Help, the, help everybody Simple. out. It's nice to help out these airline companies that make billions of dollars. But what about the person that makes $50,000 a year, $30,000 a year, $40,000 a year and can't pay their mortgage? Help those people. And you know why they're bailing out right. corporations like that? Mm -hmm. Wall Street. Right. Okay, that's what they got to please. That's what they got to keep happy, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, but they won't ever be honest and tell us that. Right. And I just want to say, though, they do say be proactive with talking to whoever your uh, loan provider is just because you want to make sure that you don't wait for them to contact you. You should contact them because it is a big deal. So don't try to avoid it. Just make sure you make that call and figure out what it is that you need to do. All right. That is your front page news. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Yellow Beezy. He's an, a, a artist from Dallas. Uh, he was uh, caught his nephew checking no, out an OnlyFans. A stepson. Stepson on an OnlyFans. How old is the stepson? What's the story? Um, I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's about seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And so he caught him on OnlyFans, and it was a little bit embarrassing. Do we have the audio? He's on OnlyFans. Trying to get some butt buttons. No, he is not. Cheese, you got a 10-year-old over here trying to sign your OnlyFans. That's what you probably using them cars on, huh? Cars. Hey, you, hey, you subscribe? No. Yes, you have. What you get mad for? Because we got your OnlyFans. It's okay. He's obsessed with watching porn. Honey. He watch porn all the time. 
All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Have you ever got caught watching porn? Have your parents ever caught you watching porn? Let's talk about it. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break, break it down. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Yella Beezy and his stepson. Now, what happened with Yella Beezy, Yee? He caught his stepson looking at OnlyFans. All right. Do we have the audio? Play the audio. No, he is not. Cheese, you got a 10-year-old over here trying to sign your OnlyFans. That's what you probably using them cars on, huh? Hey, you, Hey, you subscribe? Yes, you have. What you getting mad for? Because we got your own face. It's okay. He's obsessed with watching porn. Honey. He watches porn all the time. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Have you ever got caught watching porn? Now, me, I haven't. Because uh, I never watched porn. I didn't have any older brothers, so I, I couldn't buy magazines. I didn't have any VHS. Your parents no didn't have any? In, in no. I, like, my parents had a stash. You got to remember, my dad's a retired cop. Well, he's a retired cop, but he was a police officer. So there was like, you don't go in his room because you don't know what he has in there. Like, I didn't want to go in there and bump into a gun or bump into something. So I, I kind of stayed away from my dad's stuff. But what I would do oh, they is... they had all kind of freaky things in there. They probably had that swing. I'm sure. I'm sure. But um, what I would do is, like, let's say 153 was the porn channel. So on your remote control, if you go 153, 154, 153, 154, 153, it's super 154, old school. it's super old school. <laughs> but it would, it would pop up and you could get to see a little bit of the porn. That's that's all I, you know, was able to do. So I never got caught. And I never caught my son. Like when I go in my son's room now, I kind of make a little noise because I don't want to, I don't want to walk, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, but I'm sure Charlemagne got caught. I'm positive he got caught. Well, I haven't got caught watching porn, but I got caught with porn. Now, keep in mind, I'm 42 years old, so I grew up in this era where we had this th- this thing called Trapper Keepers, okay? And I know you kids don't know what a Trapper Keeper is, but just know it was more than a school supply. It was a status symbol, okay? And I know Trapper Keeper sounds like your drug-dealing boyfriend who your mama said is a good man, but no, it was a folder. And Trapper Keepers were so big and bulky, I could put pages out of porno magazines in these folders, and I absolutely did that, and I'll never forget I was in this single wide trailer I grew up in in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, and I was on the top bunk. And my Jehovah Witness English teacher, beautiful mom, for some reason came in and opened that trapper keeper. And the panic I felt in that moment, I can still feel right now. I can taste that trauma in my mouth, okay? And my mom hit me with those dreaded words, wait until your dad gets home. And when my dad got home, I heard them in the kitchen discussing it. And my daddy said, so you want me to punish my son because he looking at porn? So he came in the room and had to act like he was disciplining me. But he just said, hey, man, find a better place to hide that goddamn porn from your mama. Okay? Which I never understand why your mom was mad at you for looking at porn. Because she loves the grandkids, but mad at you for looking at porn porn. If I didn't love the porn porn, you wouldn't have the grandkids. And then, you know what? Back then, I didn't understand. All I would see was just, it was a bush. And I'd be like, why why is that bush there? It's just a big bush. Nobody else. Not anymore. I never thought about that. I just thought that that's how Poom Pooms came. I remember there was a point well, in time you know, I thought the hair the was the Poom Poom. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the hair was the Poom Poom. I was like, oh, shoot. Well, you know, I, 
<laughs> I have an older bro- I have an older brother, so I remember we used to watch Purple Rain all the time, and he would always pause it on the part where Apollonia coming out of the waters of Lake Minnetonka, and he would rewind it and rewind oh, it. Yeah. And rewind it, and I could not watch that movie with him because I was like, dude, I want to watch the rest of the movie. So, you know what's so crazy that about annoying. that? All those 80 movies were soft porn. Like, you know, if you could stay up late, mm-hmm. HBO used to be playing Porky's, HBO. Oh. Uh, Porky's Revenge. Was you it was HBO guaranteed. After Dark or was it Showtime After Dark? One of them has some Showtime After Dark, but oh. on HBO, you was guaranteed. Cinemax really had it. Skin and memory. It was Cinemax. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Cinemax. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. You're now, guaranteed I'll, to see an areola on one of them. Absolutely. Now, our board op actually got caught by his mom, and he was actually, you know, I guess stroking the dragon. Now, drama is Why don't you, you can what say masturbating. masturbating. This, this was, is crazy. He was stroking the dragon. I what she was doing with the Goya drum. Go ahead. <laughs> I was, you know, I was laying hands on myself and... Uh, Playing with the one-eyed Excuse me? What do you mean? Don't, masturbating? Don't, don't, make it sound reli- don't make it sound religious. What do you, How do you say masturbating yes, in Spanish? Laying hands on myself. Okay, yeah, oh, How do you say it in Spanish? <laughs> masturbato. Masturbato. And uh, she walked in as, you know, I had my stuff out, so I pulled the covers over real quick. I tried to play it off like I was uh, checking for lumps. So you kept going? No, I mean, I made it seem as if I was, like, you know, examining how myself. How do you make it seem like that? You, you, like, how do you make it seem like that? Did you say it? Yeah, I mean, she saw me touching myself, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, checking for lumps in, in health class. They said guys. that guys should check the testicles for, you know, lumps and things like that. How this old was is, last how year, old guys. You, this was last Shut year, Shut up, man. I was in high school. No, this was you last was in year. high school. Yeah. I was 20. So what do you... So if your mom walks in and says, are you masturbating? Do you say, see? Man, shut up, bro. That's weird. That's weird (laughs) to say to your mom with your penis in your hand. It doesn't matter what race you are, bro. It's weird either way. Yeah, but it's weird when you got your... Did you say, estoy viniendo? No. What? He said El Masturbato. Man, right. shut up. It's just weird to have your penis in your hand and be looking at your mom saying, See? See? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. 800-585-1051. We got time for one call? Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? Hey, ye. Oh, what's man. Up, Trav, hey, Trav. baby. So, Trav, you got, how did you get caught masturbating, Trav? So, I didn't cut. So, look, I, I was in, um, I follow a lot of porn accounts on Twitter, right? If anybody know the best porn nowadays is on Twitter. So really? I was in search, minding my business, just scrolling down. Mind you, I wasn't watching porn. I was scrolling down my timeline, and my cousin who was sitting behind me saw me scrolling my timeline and saw it come across and just assumed I was watching porn in church and told my aunt I was watching porn in church, but I wasn't watching it. I literally was just scrolling my timeline. You sure? I don't believe you. <laughs> but if anybody wants some good porn, um, Twitter, that's where I need to go. A lot of good Man, porn on Twitter. It, it feel, it you feel can like go right to Pornhub. Pornhub is free right now. Yeah. No, and Twitter feel like it's too many people watching you. No, Twitter got a good got that good homemade porn. Like that good oh cell phone holding my cell phone in my hand recording you. But all right, organic no. porn. Accidentally retweeting it or liking that, it. That fresh Have from you, scratch porn. Have you ever got caught masturbating? That is the question. Playing with the one-eyed monster. You or didn't lady. say that now. We didn't say masturbating. I thought we, we just said, have you ever, ever been caught watching, watching porn? porn. Oh. You're a, you a freak. Trav calls up here talking about that, and all of a sudden you want to talk about masturbating. Oh, was it drama? No, that was, it, was, it started with dramas. Dramas and then Trav. It was, it was those two. Ain't nobody right? said nothing about no masturbating. We said porn. He did. Have you no, been caught with porn? Dramos did. Yes, he did. But anyway, have you ever got caught with porn? That's the question. Sorry, guys. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. And your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800 585 1051.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, have you ever got caught with porn? Let's go to the phone lines. A lot of people on the lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Vino. Hey, Vino. You ever got caught with some um, porn, brother? Man, Envy. I'm gonna tell you when I was in the sixth grade, my mama came home early. I done fell asleep, done <laughs> off real good. <laughs> <laughs> And I ain't know I'm in the sleep. I'm dreaming that the garage door open, but I really didn't know that the garage door open until I heard her yell my name. Hey, boy, what, what you doing naked? I'm naked. <laughs> she looking at me crazy. I don't. You already know how I go after that. Yeah, we know. So you telling me what you just told us is that you yourself to sleep, bro? You can't say that. But that's you know what, what kind. Of, I'm just saying, what kind of human are you? I ain't never. Every time I, b- I go to sleep. I don't know about you, but I'm going to sleep. I'm Even when you do it every to yourself? time. Yeah, damn right. That's the best one. So hey, you can't brother. even go twice. I mean, if it, if she bad, I don't went twice night. See, I don't went. Liar. Twice. Okay, you said my you brother. go to sleep. Not with, my, not, not with myself. My by myself. You j- that's what I'm concerned about. I want you to be more kind to yourself. All right, you don't no. gotta do no, that. To you. No, no. <laughs> why I gotta Why I gotta go two two rounds with myself? <laughs> I'm trying to get in and get out. He's savage with himself. Look at him. He, he, he went a quickie with himself. You got to treat yourself better, man. You got to yeah, you gotta treat yourself, yourself better. better than that, bro. I mean, you, you, man, you really... I did. You, I, got, I got off and got out of there and went to sleep. You effing yourself to there. sleep. And what did your mama say? She ain't say nothing. She just, you know, that's part of puberty. You said she just like you, just like your daddy. Every time he, he go to that's sleep on me, too. Oh, my that's goodness. Thank you, brother. That nigga just like his daddy. Thank you, man. <laughs> Lazy. 800-585-1051. Have you ever got caught with porn? Hello, who's this? It's Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing well. Have you ever got caught with with, with some porn? Unfortunately, I did. <laughs> what happened? Okay, listen. So, listen, I was FaceTiming my husband because I travel for work. And I happened to stop in my hometown, which is Lexington, Kentucky. And I have an air conditioning unit in my old bedroom. So I had everything set up. And, you know, I'm really going. And my mom and dad busted them like, are you okay? Wow. They heard me from outside and thought I was dying. Oh, my goodness. Can I ask you a question? How would you have f- your parents would have busted in the room and said, what's that smell? Well, you know what? Luckily, we didn't have that problem. Mm. <laughs> it was just so embarrassing. Yo, you, so- what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> What's that smell? She didn't say she didn't have a smell. She just said that would have been embarrassing. But still, what's wrong with you? Did you get Captain D's? <laughs> Thank you. Let's go to another phone line. Hello, who's this? What's going on? My name is Dev. Hey, Dev, you got caught uh, with some porn, brother? Yeah, man. So, like, I was in sixth grade. So I used to miss the bus a lot in school. So I missed the bus one day in sixth grade, and my dad was like, all right, I'll take you. We driving in the, in the car. It's just me and him. He cornered me. He like, yeah. So uh, I was cleaning out my computer, and... I noticed a whole bunch of viruses. He's like, uh, I want you to know this is safe, you know, for, for young men, but, you know, this ain't really the way to, to explore your body. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. It's, it's not the way. <laughs> so first of all, so what, what's, what, what's the way to explore your body then? I just, I'm just curious. What did he, your father I, I, I tell you? He wanted me to wait. My, my, my dad was a pastor at the moment, too, so it probably wasn't a good look. Man, that you know man was sleeping with everybody in the church. Don't say that. Do Don't put that out there, man. They do say that porn kind of ruins how people have sex because they have, like, unrealistic expectations and the way that, I don't know. All right, makes it better. Studies about it. 
Because you learn so much stuff at such an early age, and you, you got so many different tricks that you can try. But I don't know I mean, that my, normally my it's very loving. Huh? So my girl not complaining? To you. <laughs> not to you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, thank you, brother. Look, his girlfriend probably be like, why does he always show up with pizza and then whips his penis out and throws me on the bed? <laughs> Too much bang bros. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello. Hey, who's this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is Colin. Hey, Colin. Oh, yeah, Colin on. got caught yesterday. You can hear it in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> you ever got you got no, caught watch, playing with porn or watching porn? Yeah, when I was 13. It, it was like a drug back then. You just start itching and you have to watch it. My cousin ended up home early, and it was over. She told everybody. What wow. was you watching? What was what what had what 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 was the itch that you had to scratch? What was you watching? Compilations of almost everything. I used to watch everything <laughs> back then. A little kinky. <laughs> How did she catch you? Like she walked up on you? Yeah, she walked up on me, but it was before I even started though. But it was already on the screen. Oh, okay. she's like, why is Where he watching from? big gaping hole? I I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, you're from Brooklyn. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Well, so what's the moral of the story, guys? I don't I don't uh, think there is a moral. I mean, I, I think that, you know... The moral, yeah. I think the moral of the story is explore your sexuality however you have to do it, but you might get caught. <laughs> yeah, and it's so difficult, man, because I just don't know how you would discipline your kids being that you know you've been that child before. You've done it. You yeah, know absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, what do you Not tell any. them? In that moment, lock the door. You know, do it in the privacy of your own room. I mean, what do what do you tell them? Nah, you can't say that because you really don't want them to do it. You know what I mean? You don't like. I don't. I don't know, man. Sex is such a well, natural. You don't think it's normal thing. though? You don't well, think it's normal them, for kids? It is. To look at- I would rather to masturbate than actually indulge in having sex with people. So think about think about how accessible it is right now too. A lot more accessible than when we were growing up. All they have to do is look at their phone. You know what? Though it is something to that because I thought masturbation was wrong. And the first time I masturbated is because I had a broken heart. So I was used to, you know, having sex with my then girlfriend. So when I masturbated, I felt so bad and I cried because I felt like, you know, she wasn't with me anymore. And so I was reduced to masturbating. Like literally the first time I ever masturbated, I cried because I thought I was doing something wrong. Shut up. You got to use a vino. That was probably too rough for you, boo-boo. First of all, I don't even know if a vino was around back then. Okay. Well, don't use Noxzema. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was using back then. That's probably why I didn't. <laughs> so you didn't even <laughs> cry. That's why you cried. Uh, so you're not even. You're you not even good to your, you you're not even you yourself. You couldn't even please yourself. That's why I was crying. You couldn't even please yourself. I'm a loser. I can't even make myself. I was giving myself that dap, that dry ass palm. That's why I was crying. Now that I think Goodness about it. gracious. All right. All right. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. We got rumors coming up. Yeah. And this man says he did not sleep with a dog. We'll tell you who we're talking about. All right. What? We just going to go from here to there, huh? All right. Whatever you guys want to do. All right. We'll talk about it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Joe Button has addressed on his Instagram Live the paperwork that says that since Santana caught him masturbating the dog and she was alarmed by that. He also addressed the person who was a close friend of theirs who 
allegedly leaked the audio of a phone call that he had with Sin Santana where she accused him of dragging her. Now, here's what he had to say about the dog and also about Sin Santana addressing the leaked phone call. I'm not here to talk to the people that believe I f*** dogs. I'm not here to talk to the people that believe I abuse the very women that I have taken care of. It's just not who I am. It's not who I've been. And this comes off two weeks of me exposing some truths about different corporations. I won't say that this is a calculated smear campaign because I don't think it's that calculated. I just think people are stupid. And if I got to come on here and tell y'all that I don't hit women and I don't f*** dogs every day, then I will. You know, you, you have to define smear campaign. You know what I'm saying? A smear campaign is a plan to discredit a public figure by making false or dubious accusations. I mean, all this stuff with Joe, I don't know if it's true, but it's actually coming from somewhere. Like in the court documents, Sin said he, you know, masturbated the dog. And Joe said himself on that video, he he touches his dog's private. So, I mean, it's not like it just got pulled out of thin air. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, maybe not smear campaign, but it's obvious somebody who doesn't like him and, and is really trying to hurt the situation and keep releasing things. So, I mean, that's that's clear. All right. Now, Joe Button has also said that Rocky is the person who was responsible for leaking this audio and paperwork. And I've seen, uh, and if you don't know who Rocky is, she was a good friend of his. She was on Love and Hip Hop with him way back when. And previously, she had claims of Joe Button actually uh, physically putting hands on her as well. Here she is in an interview. This was, when was this, Charlemagne? Uh, that was, I don't know. That was some years ago on Vlad TV. All right, listen to this. I don't think I can give full details, but I can say that I had whiplash for about two and a half weeks. It was bad. He didn't handle me with care. He didn't handle me like, oh, this is my homegirl who just got hit with a cup. You know, let me just get her out of here. If security would have got me, they would have grabbed me by my waist, but he didn't. He actually had his hand wrapped around my neck, and it was it was pretty bad. And it's funny because now he says, I didn't manhandle Rocky, but, you know, you have another scene with your mom, and she's asking you what the hell happened at the pool party. It wasn't because he was dragging me by my hand. It's because he snapped out. So, so he actually grabs you by the neck? Yeah. Well, Rocky has made it clear on her Instagram page that she does not want to be dragged back into this. She also posted a picture I saw of the paperwork, the documents that were leaked, and she attempts to show the background to show that this was all something that was... Uh, they took pictures of these documents on the set of Love & Hip Hop where they do the green screen. So she just posted that on her page last night. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. I, I just, you know, I, I would like to ask, Joe, if you know you have been accused of abusing women why would you ever talk about uh the tahiri vado situation because that's where all of this stems from well, you know i don't i don't, li- I don't necessarily that, listen to the podcast was he making fun of it was he joking it or was he just saying I mean, it was I, I, up? like I, I don't know i don't know i'm just going oh. based off what i saw in, in tahiri's video on, uh-huh. on hollywood unlocked it seemed like this is what sparked all of that conversation mm-hmm. again Joe speaking on the Tahiri Vado situation, but I'm just like, why would you even touch that right. if you're Joe Budden? Like, that's a, that's a topic you should have just Meaning if you ignored. Why would you say anything anything remotely I didn't about hear you. it? Oh, your mic went out. What did you say? I said, you're saying that if you had these accusations, why would you even remotely say anything yeah. about it even discuss it? Just don't even go near it. It's like you're, it's like you're stirring up a hornet's nest. And that's, that's exactly what's happening now. All the hornets are out. All right. Now, speaking of television, because we've been talking about love and hip hop and everything that's been happening. You know what I'm excited to watch? Dancing with the Stars. Are y'all excited for this upcoming season? Nope. You know, I never watched it. 
My guy Nelly's on there. He gonna be on yeah, there with I think Earl that's Fall exciting. Wounds. I want yeah. I shout you know Nelly. Charles Oakley's on there. You not excited to see Charles Oakley? Yeah, Jeannie Charles Mai's Oakley. That'd be a good one. Big Oak. All right, but Carol Baskin is on now. Y'all know her from Tiger King, and guess what her first song is gonna be? What? What? Eye of the Tiger. Why did why I can't believe I did not guess that correctly? <laughs> I did. Not, I, I was thinking I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. But yeah, that's still. <laughs> I kept thinking right, Tiger so. Bowl. And I'm like, there's no song called Tiger Bowl. And you and know, Tony the is Tiger the, is the host now, so I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I I never like really watched it like that. I'll wait till like the end of the season and see. Uh, who's winning when when you get towards the end? But I think this one should be interesting. I wonder uh, if Nelly's gonna make it far. So, all I bet right. You Carol Bex is funny. I bet you they got a bunch of frosted flakes in her green room just to try to be funny. You set up. All right, and also let's talk about another TV show. TBS has given a series order to an extreme talent competition. It's called the Go Big Show, which is showcasing supersized talent on a scale never before seen on TV. So it'll be acts like monster truck drivers, alligator trainers, all kinds of stunt archery. They're going for a $100,000 prize, and the acts are going to be judged by a panel that includes Snoop Dogg and Rosario Dawson. Okay. So it should be uh, something interesting to watch. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, we need Donald Trump Jr. to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yeah. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Thursday, September 10th goes to Donald Trump Jr. Now, the son of Satan was on Extra ex-Bachelorette star Rachel Lindsay, who asked why his father still hasn't condemned Kyle Rittenhouse's actions. Kyle Rittenhouse is the 17-year-old young man who shot and killed two protesters with an AR-15 in Kenosha, Wisconsin on August 25th. Now, Kyle Rittenhouse is white, like sitting around discussing Adam Sandler movie career, you know, white, like uh, blasting a Jesse McCartney song while driving white, like uses spirit fingers white. But then he's also dangerously white, like Department of Homeland Security, white supremacists present the gravest terror threat to the United States white. And he proved that in Kenosha when he decided to show America that he is indeed a member of Vanilla ISIS. Now, when Rachel Lindsay asked Donald Trump Jr., why hasn't his father, the president of the United States of America, uh, you might know him, the celebrity in chief, Dope 45, Donald J. Trump, uh, gosh, I hope you are in the last days of me saying that. But when asked why he hasn't condemned Kyle Rittenhouse, Donald Trump Jr. said this. With Kyle Rittenhouse coming across state lines and murdering two people and injuring another. We're waiting for due process. We're not jumping to a conclusion. If I put myself in Kyle Rittenhouse, maybe I shouldn't have been there. He's a young kid. I don't, I don't want 17-year-olds running around the street with AR-15s. Maybe I wouldn't have put myself in that situation. Who knows? But we all do stupid things at 17. But again, I think we have to... A little to, bit beyond stupid. <laughs> really stupid, fine. But we all have to let that process play out and let due process take its course. Let me tell you something. Uh, it's levels to stupid, okay? Don Jr. is right when he says we all did stupid things at 17. Uh, hell, my first criminal charge at about 17 was assault and battery with intent to kill, pointing and presenting a firearm because I was sitting in the back seat while one of my homeboys shot at someone 
out the window, okay? We all got charged because, you know, that whole no snitching nonsense, but I understand the sentiment of doing stupid things at 17, but then something just clicked in my brain just now that says, no, it's a difference between doing something stupid and doing something criminal. Yes, they can both be synonymous, but what Kyle Rittenhouse did was criminal. What I got in trouble for at 17 was criminal. But Don Jr. made it seem like Kyle Wittenhouse was just participating in some nice rural fun where him and his buddies got drunk and did a little car surfing down a dirt road. You've seen white boys car surf. That's when one person would get on the top of the car and hold on for dear life while someone else drives down the road trying to fishtail them off. That's stupid. Maybe somewhat criminal, but that's stupid. That's the kind of stupid stuff that young kids do. Donald Trump Jr. makes it seem like Kyle Rittenhouse was just out cow tipping with friends. Okay, don't act like you don't know what cow tipping is. Cow tipping is when people sneak up on any sleeping cow when they are standing up and push it over for entertainment. Okay, now that is stupid. Peter would think it's criminal, but it's stupid. Okay, and the problem I have with this whole situation with Donald Trump Jr. is when... A black person gets shot by a police officer or a member of Vanilla ISIS. They don't get the same grace that Donald Trump Jr. is giving Kyle Rittenhouse. In fact, the first thing that happens is they pull up that person's criminal record. And whatever he or she has done in their past, regardless of the age, gets demonized and used as a reason as to why that person should have been killed or shot by the police. How come Don Jr. can say in regards to Kyle Rittenhouse, we are waiting for due process and they don't want to jump to any conclusions. But when it comes to BLM, our protesters protesting against police brutality, our black victims of police shootings, that's exactly what they do. Okay, jump to conclusions and don't give a damn about due process. I tell y'all all all the time, you humans better start giving folks the grace you want God to give you. And moments like this are a reminder that you have the capabilities to, but you choose not to. I wonder why. Well, I'll take because Kyle Rittenhouse is white for 200, Alex. Don Jr., what you are doing, what you said is dangerous because killing two protesters with an AR-15 is not a, oh, he's just a kid moment or, oh, boys will be boys or, oh, we all did stupid things when we were young. No, it can't be that because when you have that attitude, you just encourage more kids to do stupid, silly, or should we say dangerous, violent, vanilla ISIS white supremacist things. Let's call it what it is. Condemn it all or don't condemn nothing. You speak on liberal privilege. A book I actually plan to read, by the way. You speak on liberal privilege, Don Jr., but you are showing why white privilege is truly the only privilege that matters to you. Please let Kathy Griffin give uh, Donald Trump Jr. the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that that good day, sir. Can you be that clueless? Um, I don't, yeah, you can be willfully clueless. And I think he's being willfully clueless, willfully ignorant, I think. Absolutely. All right. Well, up next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit Yee now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. 
It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? What up, though? This is Jay Cotton. What up, doing? doe? What's your question for Ye, brother? What up, though? Ye. So listen, hey. <laughs> my, my question is, this is Jay Cotton. This is the singer. Hey, Jay Cotton. Good to hear from you again. Man, listen, that time was the best day. Like, I got so many responses from that. I got a million beats. It's crazy, the, uh, the responses I got. People really so liked your singing, man. And I got a lot. I got a, I got a lot of responses from that. I got a few Sesame Street beats, but you know, <laughs> I'm grateful all around for the the response I got from it, man. People still hit me up from it. And um, but my question is, how do you balance your time when you got so much to do? Like, I'm a father, sick. I run two businesses, and like I feel like I'm at my uh, my breaking point. Far as like I'm about to be, you know, very successful. And I'm just like, how do I handle it? And and uh, deal best- with the the best thing you can do is schedule, and that's what I do with everything, is that every day I have to prioritize what's going on. Like, I have a blackboard up in my um, dining room, and every, I right. always update what I have going on in my blackboard, and I always cushion the time so that I'm never running around and running late <coughs> to different things. So I think what right. I do every single day is I put down what the most important things are, and then I schedule around that. So you just have to keep a really tight schedule and be on point like that. And then also make sure you schedule some downtime, and that's time that you have to be spending like taking care of yourself, you know, but I will put everything on that schedule, including whatever downtime it is that I need, because I'll make sure on certain days I'll be like, look, every single day I worked for 11 hours. So I need to make sure that in between those days, I have these four hours set aside to just relax and do what I have to do for myself. No doubt. Well, I'm about to go get that board today, man. You're right. (laughs) All right, good. Because sometimes you have to visualize it and see it. Sometimes you forget what you have going on if you don't have it written down. Yes, I, I trust me. I get it. I definitely do. I, I normally write down everything during the day what I'm doing, but now I, I need to. I got a lot going on, so I need to get it together. All right, Jay Cotton, give your Instagram again so people can go hear you. Definitely the real Jay Cotton, man. The real Jay Cotton. All right. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good day. You All too. right. Ask ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice, call it now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Let's go to line one. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Adrian. Adrian, what's up, man? What's your question for Yee? Man, first of all, good morning, y'all. Charlamagne, Envy. Peace, King. Angela Yee. What's up, brother? I'm listening to y'all every morning. Uh, I wanted to say, I got a, uh, I got two kids, right? I got two baby mamas, two kids. My second baby mama is great. She's cool. We have a great relationship. Me, her, and my daughter, we get along wonderfully. Do everything together. I take care of them, all the good stuff. My first BM hate my ass, bro. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't want to deal with me. She tries to cut me out of my daughter's life completely. Mm-hmm. My daughter turns seven in December. I haven't seen her since her fifth birthday. Wow. Yeah. Almost so I'm two like, years. I pay my child support. Yeah, I pay my child support. I do the things I'm supposed to do. But my mom told me that I should just, you know, kind of let her do what she want to do and then no. get in my daughter's life when she grows up. I'm like, I want to ask y'all what should I do? No, first of all, you don't want to do that because your daughter is seven. All she knows is that she's not seeing her daddy. She don't know why. She don't know that it's her mom's fault. She don't know about all this legal thing. She wants to see her dad. And just like you have to pay child support, you have to make sure that you get your visitation. Do you have an order for visitation? I do not. You need to get that. You need to go to court, get an order for visitation, and as long as you're paying your child support regularly and doing what you need to do, if she doesn't let you see that child, then you can get an injunction against her. 
And then you can file a motion for contempt if she doesn't let you see your child. But you need to go to court and be really aggressive about seeing your child because you do not want her to grow up with those daddy issues, thinking that you didn't want her, she was abandoned. She has no idea why you're not there. Facts. And I, that's all I'm trying to do is be there for it. She's my, she's my first thing. That's my first little girl. I put the family curse was having all boys. I had the first little girl. And I'm like, man, that she just got taken away from me. Snatched. Yeah. It's, a whole, it's a whole bad story, but we're going to get into it because I ain't got time. But I'm just trying to get my daughter back. And I wish you so much luck. But please go to court and be aggressive about seeing your daughter, man. Just like she wanted to get that child support money, you need to make sure you get that time. Most definitely. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate you. Charlemagne, Envy. I'll be Thank you, brother. Y'all talk to y'all soon. All right, brother. I ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee. Now or got... help me Yee at gmail.com. All right, now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we'll be talking about Jesse Smollett. He's done his first sit-down interview since last year. He talked to Mark Lamont Hill. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, with the city of Chicago wants FBI's Jesse Smollett investigation records. They want to force the FBI to give those records over. And they also want to especially talk about his claim that he was a target of a racist and homophobic threat before the alleged attack. So remember, Donald Trump had said the FBI was looking into the situation. And so the correspondence between the city and the FBI is part of a civil suit that Chicago filed against Jesse for what they say was a fake, a hoax, right? Now, Jesse Smollett has given his first interview since February of 2019, and he has spoken to Mark Lamont Hill on live. Among the things that they spoke about in this interview, uh, they talk about the tape. There is existence of a tape, but according to Jesse, things get fishy. There is a tape. From what I've seen, there is something, but it, of course, it cuts off right before it happens. You can see how someone could say, wait a minute, this tape cutting off at this moment is awfully convenient. I certainly didn't have the power to cut the tape, so who cut it? One of the things specifically that the Chicago PD though said with your case, they couldn't find anybody who fit the description uh, that you gave them. What would you say to that? It's out there. There's also two other witnesses that saw, saw white men, saw exactly what I say that I saw. I'm, I'm confused. When do people that are accused of a crime start doing interviews? I thought the, the whole purpose is you're quiet and you wait for, you know, your trial. Hey, like, I'll, well, go I even one, I'll go one further. Does Jesse know we forgot? I wasn't even thinking about that until he started talking about it again to Mark Lamont Hill. Now I'm reminded of the situation all over again. Why do we as humans do that? Just leave it alone. The truth doesn't need constant defense. Let people talk. Let people gossip. And eventually time will tell all. You just got to take these L's in the meantime. Well, Jesse Smollett says that he wants to address those people who think it is a hoax. Here's what he said. Oh, God. Because there are people who think that you, people who are saying, you know, he made an elaborate hoax that he set all this up for attention. How do you respond to that? I'm, I'm a human being like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't take on the issue of the fact that somebody does not believe. All I can do is know that out of all these jokers in this entire situation, I am the only human being who has not changed his story one time in order to fit someone's agenda. You know what I'm saying? This is a department that literally has a, a hold on the media. Jesse, those people's minds are made up. It's really just that simple at this point. It's people that believe Jesse Smollett. It's people that didn't believe Jesse Smollett. It's people that forgot about Jesse Smollett, but now we're reminded of it again, having another conversation because he's doing interviews with Mark Lamont Hill. Well, now, in 
To be fair, it was also another headline about how the city wants the FBI's investigation records. So maybe once that story came out, because that just came out, maybe he felt oh, the need uh, to defend himself after that, because that was another story. Oh. It was on TMZ yesterday. Oh, I didn't see it. But that's yeah, because so. there's so much other stuff going on in the world. Jesse is so 2019. And maybe for him, it also affects his career, right? Like people aren't hiring him right now. Now, as far as, and I told you, the FBI wants to, they want to get the FBI records in particular about whether this was a racist and homophobic threat. Uh, and let's talk about this MAGA part, because according to Jesse, it did go down. You know, from the very, very beginning, it was set up to seem like I was lying about something or everything. And that has to do with the fact of the MAGA of it all. Talk to me about how the Trump supporter and the MAGA, the Make America Great Again movement, kind of played into that. Had you not said that part, would this be different? I think so. And, you know, but the only reason why I said it is because they said it. Well, now, Jesse Smollett also told Mark Lamont Hill that the Osundorio brothers kept changing their story at the last minute. Help me understand the Osundorio brothers and, and how they how they play a role in this. All I can say is, is that they were in there for 47 hours. They never said that. I, they continued to say I had absolutely nothing to do with it. And then they changed the story at the last minute. So that's really all I can say about it. Y'all got to read, though, man. The information is not that hard to find. So that's kind of a interview in a nutshell. I don't know what the truth is. I don't believe him, but it doesn't matter what I think. And my father would always say to me, you know, when you lie to people, you're not lying to people. You're actually lying to yourself. So the only person that ultimately has to deal with any of this is Jesse Smollett. And I truly do wish Jesse the best. You know, I hope Jesse gets the gets gets whatever he deserves, whatever the, the proper outcome he's supposed to get from this situation. I hope he receives it. Simple as that. If he's telling the All truth, right I now. hope he gets the rewards of that. If he's not, I hope he gets what comes with the consequences that come with lying. All right. Now, I'm excited for the new season of Atlanta. And I thought that it was going to return in January. But it looks like now production will allegedly resume in early 2021 because of coronavirus. Obviously, the filming for the upcoming seasons three and four has been delayed. So got to wait a little longer. Um, you guys like that show too, right? That's yeah, I do. I love Atlanta. I, been, I, been I do miss it. Season, I'm not going to lie. Because everything's been yeah, crazy, Atlanta. but I, I got to catch back up on it. All right. And no I want to commend. I thought it started uh, back up and I just missed it. No, it did not. <laughs> When's the last season? Right, of, when did it come back? When was the last time it aired? Two years ago? Yeah. It might have been more than that. Yeah, I think it might have been more than that. Uh, the last time it premiered in 2016. So you got to think it was two seasons and now they're about to do seasons three and four. So okay. yeah, maybe like almost three years ago. All right. Now, congratulations to Doris Burke. She's making history. She's in the NBA bubble and she is going to be the first woman to ever call the conference and NBA finals on ESPN radio. That's dope. Congratulations to her. Drop on the clues bombs for her. That's really dope, man. I can't believe that there's never been a woman in that position. I mean, I can believe it. You know, people always talk about, oh, why do we celebrate the first? They're still first. And this is historic. She's the first woman. Mm -hmm. All right. And Mara Brock Akil has inked a deal with Netflix. As okay. they also have said, yes, I know we're excited for this. Girlfriends? That's right. Now, I'm wondering, since Girlfriends is on mm -hmm. Netflix starting tomorrow, by the way, I got my whole weekend lined up. Me and the wife going to be in here drinking wine, binge-watching Girlfriends, right? Now that they have that uh, and she has an overall deal with Netflix, is there going to be a miniseries 
girlfriends on Netflix? I need to know. Might have to get around to ask her. You know what's so crazy? Look at this. What? It's so crazy y'all just bought this up. What are you doing? Because you know we moving, right? Right. So look at this. Look at look at look at all those y'all can't, can y'all see DVDs. This? Well, well this see. is this is the this is the complete series of girlfriends, right? So that's all the DVDs. But then I was fi- I was just digging. These these are all my old girlfriends DVDs <laughs> right here. Mm-hmm. Look at this. I got so I got oh multiple copies of like seasons. Like it's I, I love girlfriends. That's all I'm saying. Did so I'm happy that it's on Netflix. They look, yeah, they all look yeah. old. Like you never all these open. He's old. Oh. Well, oh, no, okay, you know I what? One of them isn't. But yeah, all of them. Let me ask you this: Do you keep do you keep DVDs now? Now that you're moving, yes. are you? Well, yeah, I'm keeping them. Those are collector's items. But that's the point. The point is, like, I was going through all this stuff, and I just like, oh, look, all my girl, all my girlfriend's DVDs, which I don't even know if I need anymore because it starts on Netflix tomorrow. But I'm keeping them yeah. as collector's items. What yeah, about VHS give- tapes? Do you still have VHS tapes? You know what I just did recently? I, I started I transforming so. all the VHS tapes to lap my laptops. But all the DVDs I gave away, I donated. And all my records, I started donating. I just had so many records and moving. It just makes life crazy. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Let's go. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, Charlamagne, when is your podcast, when, when is it launched? Like, when can people start listening for their favorite podcast? You know, you just launched the podcast network yesterday. When can people start listening to some of the podcasts that you have on there? Just fall. Just fall. We have a date yet or yeah. not yet? Um, like, towards the end of September. I mean, we're, we, we got, we got some, some are launching faster than others. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. some are, are already up and going. You know what I mean? Right. But definitely, definitely this fall, you'll start to see the first rollouts. If you go on um, uh, iHeart right now, you'll see uh, Cut To It which is uh, Stephen Smith Sr. He put out the trailer for his podcast yesterday. But look, we, we we got a whole rollout. This is like, yo, this is like No Limit in the 90s, B. You know what I'm saying? We, we, mm-hmm. we got bad, bad boy in the 90s, Death Row in the 90s. We got we got rollouts planned for every for everybody. But um, definitely this fall. Definitely okay. like September 20-something. Yeah. That's like, couple weeks. yeah, that's like in a like next couple week. weeks. Yeah. Next week. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the fall, yeah. like fall is far away. No, that's like next week. <laughs> All yeah. right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive note. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time to get up out of here. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes. And this positive note is an oldie but goodie from Wayne W. Dyer. It's simple. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. You'll see it when you believe it. How people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. When you judge another, you do not define them. You define yourself. And... You cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?